Welcome to the Satori Lifestyle Podcast. Dave Kovar here, and I'm really, I don't know if the word is excited, but but I, I guess I'm excited about presenting this topic to you today. The title is Calm and Confident, How to Be at Your Best During a Crisis. And like, once again, I don't know that excited is the right word, but I'm, I'm, I feel empowered to share with you some things that, that, uh, that have worked well for me that I've shared with others that, that when we're as a, as a world, right, as the world's going through some challenging times, what can we do? So, um, first and foremost, uh, it's important to understand that that uh, I, I saw a meme on Facebook and it was last week was an amazing year. And that's kind of how it feels right now. Stuff is happening so fast. I think about how we were thinking about things two weeks ago and how we're thinking about them now and how different it is. And, and who knows, by the time you listen to this, things might be different again, right? But I, I want to remind everybody that that you know this, but you can't control you know, what happens around you. There's a lot, very little that we can really can control outside of ourselves, right? But what we can control is how we respond to what's happening around us. And that can influence the outcome. So that's really what we have is what we have is our response. We can't always control what we think about too, but we can control our actions. And, and that's something that when we're mindful of, and it's not, I'm not saying it's always easy to do, but we're mindful of it and, and we're living on purpose. It, it makes it easier to do. And so what I want to do is I want to share with you some steps that, that might help you do just that. So, First and foremost, I do not want to downplay the severity of the, of the current situation because it's it's uh, I, I hesitated using the word crisis because if anybody that knows me knows I don't like to I don't use the word problem I use the word solution or, or excuse me challenge etc but this is a crisis without a doubt and so uh, but and I don't want to like like make you feel like you're thinking yeah but this is different you know you you don't know the situation I'm in well we're all in a challenging situation I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit from my perspective. I, I have, uh, you, you know, a, a business uh, that is based on people showing up to classes on a regular basis. We have 3,000 members. We have uh, 100 employees. And and it, it's scary times for us that we're affected as much as anything. And on the personal side, I've also got, uh, you know, a, a residential and commercial uh, a, a, tenants that are not wanting to pay their rent. You, you, so I, I'm on both sides of it. So I'm affected as much as anybody. And I'm not, by the way, I'm not, we, there's a great quote that goes like this. Your problems are bigger. I can see, but a minor happening to me. I'm not trying to compare my situation with yours. I'm saying we all have to deal with this. We all, this is affecting everybody. And, and so, uh, I know that I've got a lot to lose. Probably you got a lot to lose, but there's a lot to gain in this process too. And, and, uh, what I want to remind everybody about is that the thing that gives us grief, that gives us anxiety, apprehension, is one of two things. It's regret for the past and fear of the future. And uh, and so how, that might come into play right now that, man, we're regretting that we didn't prepare better. You know, how many times have, have uh, we, were, were you told and was I told, hey, man, make sure to have six months worth of savings, right? And all that kind of good stuff, right? And a lot of people now are going, oh, man, you know, they weren't ready for that. Well, one of the good things is I look at my generation, like my kids' generation, and, you know, at this young age to go through, and they're both in their early 20s. And, you know, this is a, a lesson there that's going to help shape them, right? Just kind of like uh, the... Uh, uh, the Great Depression shaped my pop's viewpoint. Now, it wasn't all good in his case, but but there's certainly a lot of blessings that he got from that and, and certainly a sense of appreciation. And and so uh, the bottom line is, 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 so we can't really, and then the flip side is, is fear of the future. And I tell you what, it's very easy to go there. I can go there as quick as anybody else imagining where things are going to go, worst case scenario in six months from now. But you know what? That's a waste of time. Now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't prepare for the future because we certainly, certainly should. We should be taking, you know, steps, you know, curb your spending, right? Uh, you know, all those kind of things. Uh, be mindful of, of how and where you spend your time, all that. But then you, you got to do the best you can to live in the moment. And they really, the key is taking massive 
positive action to the best of your abilities. And so what I want to kind of share with you, I want to start out by sharing a story. And this is an old proverb. Perhaps you guys have heard this before. We're going to call it maybe so, maybe not. And uh, so legend has it, there's this old man and, and he's, you know, they're, they're husband and wife and they're getting on in age and they have a, a you know, a, a young coming of age son and, and they have this small farm and they have an old plow horse and the old plow horse is really there. Uh, you know, that's what allows the, the, the boys young and strapping, but the, 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 the old man has a hard time moving around. If it wasn't for that plow horse, he probably wouldn't be able to really take care of the fields and, and you know, and, and do all the things he needs to do to, to produce, uh, you know, a livelihood for his family. And, and so anyway, they do their best just scratching along. And what do you know, man, the big storm comes and knocks down their fence to their corral and they wake up the next morning, their plow horse is gone. And everybody in the village says, oh, that's bad luck, that's bad luck, oh, that's terrible. And the old man says, maybe, maybe so, maybe not. And what do you know? Two days later, the plow horse wanders back, but not only he wander back, in the process, uh, a bunch of stray horses that were wild horses, wild stallions, followed him back, and now and they and they managed to get him in the corral, and now they have a small herd of horses, and everybody's going, "Oh man, that's good luck. That's so. Oh, you're so lucky. That's good luck." And the old man says, "Maybe so. Maybe not." And what do you know? So the young strapping young man decides he's going to go out and try to break those stallions. And, and the very first time he gets on the horse and he tries to uh, – anyway, what happens is that he doesn't break the stallion. He jumps – he gets thrown off and he breaks his leg. And now he's not able to work the fields. And everybody in the village goes, oh, bad luck, bad luck. And the old man says, maybe so, maybe not. A couple days later, while the, the boy is convalescing in bed with his legs strapped up and trying to become healthy, get healthy uh, – the local warlord comes by to conscribe a bunch of warriors uh, to go to battle. And what do you know? The young boy is not able to be called upon because he's got a broken leg. And everybody in the village goes, ah, good news. You guys get the idea. The story goes on indefinitely. And, you know, who knows where we are? This is not the end of the story. This is somewhere in the story. And we don't know, you know, what good can come from this. Is there going to be challenges? Certainly. Uh, however, undoubtedly, you know, we are going to get through this. Just like we, just like as a society, uh, we've gotten through so many other challenges before. And I think that's important for us to, uh, you know, to kind of acknowledge. So, so now... Now, that was some just general background. Now, what are some things that you can do, uh, right? Well, I want to share a story with you. This actually, uh, 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 you know, this this comes from, uh, it's an example of what's called amor fati. And amor fati is a phrase used in stoicism that basically means love your fate or love your life and uh, and, and love what happens to you. Uh, let me let me explain. So I just got back from a recent international trip. I was uh, I was in Australia, New Zealand, and the UK, and I had to have my trip cut short to make it back to the states. And I made it back. It was pretty bizarre. It was pretty surreal, you know, getting through customs and being told I couldn't make it back to America, and then being told I was allowed on the plane, and and then having guys with hazmat suits come on and check temperatures. It was pretty. It was it was pretty bizarre, right? But uh, in the process of getting on one of the planes, there's a group of people. And they're clearly uh, uh, young people. Like they, they look like they're college kids. They're from another country, and it's one of my planes uh, from, I, I believe, Birmingham to uh, uh, to go to Amsterdam to fly home. And they're all at the front, and they're kind of uh, they're joking, and you know they're they're stressed, but they're trying to make the best of it. And one of the girls realizes that she lost her cell phone. She left her cell phone back at the food court, which is a you know quarter mile back down the terminal and you know, the other side of security or whatever. And you see her just like you know as we all do. 
You know, I'm sure that you've lost your cell phone or your wallet and couldn't find it. You know that feeling, right? And so her boyfriend runs back to get it. And the whole time I'm watching her and she's, people are trying to console her and she's got her hands on her head and she's breathing hard and she's almost, she's panicked. She's almost in, in tears and she's envisioning, and I'm not trying to make light of the situation. You know, she's, she's seriously, you know, like, like, oh my goodness, I'm hopping on a plane to another country. I'm not going to have my phone. And, and all of a sudden, uh, she comes back, the, her boyfriend comes back, you know, eight minutes later and guess what? He's got her phone. And of course, she gives him a big hug and she goes from being extremely apprehensive and nervous and afraid to over the top, jubilant and happy. Now, here's the question I have for you. 20 minutes earlier when she did not know that she yet that she lost her phone, was she jubilant and happy because she had her phone? No, she wasn't. Well, what I'm saying is, is that think of all the things right now that if you lost you would be like regretting and and uh, uh, and know that hey you still have those right and and that that uh, I don't know if that made any sense at all but that that really can like like right now you know you, there's so many things that you have and will continue to have you know, and regardless of what what you might lose and and there's a next thing I want you to think about is is to to be grateful for what you still have and what you have starting with your health and I've used this quote before maybe you've heard it but it's such a good quote it comes it's an Indian quote and it goes like this those who have their health have a thousand goals, those that don't have but one. And regardless of whatever else you have, if right now you're currently healthy, right? And what I mean by healthy is, is like, you don't have anything that is, uh, you know, uh, you know, that, that is uh, going to be fatal, right? Uh, I mean, I guess everything, eventually, we're all going to pass. But, but uh, what, what I'm saying is, is right now, man, okay, you got a cold, maybe or a twisted ankle. But overall, when you got your health, man, what is that worth? I'm reminded about, uh, uh, I'm, I'm reminded about the old Geritol commercial. Some of you older people remember that. And that is, is those who have their health, uh, excuse me, it goes like this. Uh, uh, when you got your health, you got just about everything, right? Which is so true. So the, that's where I kind of want to start at, at, at just reminding everybody to uh, your personal habits. Are they in place now more than ever? Is is so important that you maintain a high level of health so you can be valuable for the people around you. And uh, stress and worry, science has proven that that, that lowers your immune system. And so one of the first things you do is, you know, how can you manage your stress? Well, first off, uh, stand guard at the door of your mind. Make sure that you are right now being mindful of what you put in. And if you're spending a lot of time, uh, hey, man, you should be informed. You should know what's going on in the world, not right now, probably more than ever. But do you need to be informed four hours a day or can you get up to updates once or twice a day in five minutes, right? And, and that, that otherwise, man, it, it's going to be easy for your, your yourself to go south, right? The next thing is, is that anytime, and also to, to manage that stress and to kind of keep that under control, anytime you feel that apprehension, that fear for the future, come on, take a second and acknowledge it and think, wow, here it comes again. I'm starting to worry about the future and, and kick back and try to, the phrase is kill the monster when it's young. And it has to do, I believe, with like when you've got a child that's that's uh, prone to temper tantrums. If you wait until they're in a full-on temper tantrum, it's pretty hard to stop. However, if you can catch them early, it never builds. Well, it's the same thing with us, right? So when you find yourself, take a second and take some breaths, right? And just try to catch yourself before that fear loop goes into full swing. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if you have extra time on your hands and if you have gotten out of the routine of exercise or you've never really made it a habit, perhaps this is your time to do this. I'll tell you what, there's so, especially if you can get a chance to get outside, there's so many benefits to being in nature, right? You know, a, 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 a forest bathing is the phrase in, in Japanese and that is, is just being out in nature and what an amazingly big difference it is. For me, uh, I've got a park by my house. I love to run and walk 
at and I've got my backyard garden and I tell you what a half hour out there it's amazing what can do what what is your uh, de-stressor right and then secondly once again what is your exercise mode you know there's there's strength flexibility uh, uh, you know endurance mobility there's so many different aspects of it but the bottom line is is that find what's the best exercise you can do that you can do the one that you'll do right and if that means a brisk walk that's a great start uh hopefully you try to get some resistance training in there somewhere as well but that can make an incredibly big difference now the next thing is is this is maybe if you have extra time on your hands what can you pour yourself into right uh so like for example my daughter is is a uh, she played guitar as a kid years ago uh, for like a year or two, and she became really good, right? And she let it go, and that was a decade ago. Well, she's back to learning guitar. That's where she's sparing, you know, she's in her, she's online college, and her, her job is off, so she's got all this extra time on her hands, and that's what she's pouring herself into, and a good use of time. What extra thing? My wife is uh, uh, is working. She's got all these craft projects she's working on that she's pouring herself into, that she's learning how to do some new crafts that are, she's going to be able to, anyway, and that feels good. It's something that, uh, 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 makes makes good use of your time. And uh, the, the next thing is, is that I would also remind you to be extra compassionate to the people in your circle, right? Uh, because everybody processes this differently. And the last thing that we want to be doing is pointing the finger. I, I think this is a time to be, you, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's not any, you know, doesn't matter pointing the finger on whose fault it is or what, you know, right now we do the best we can just to, to love our, our, you know, our, you know, our, our neighbors and, and do what we can for them. And it's like, what can you do? Like if you have some free time, can you find a, I know it's springtime for us in California and there's still plenty of citrus out there. Can you, uh, you know, find an old, a senior citizen in the neighborhood that's got a, that an orange tree and can you go pick oranges for them? Maybe they even let you have some, right? It's kind of a, I'll tell you what, when you do things for other people, People, uh, it makes you feel a lot better. The, the key, three key things, right, are, are gratitude, exercise, and service. And if we can do those things, man, we're going to feel better about what's going on. I know. I uh, although this this crisis is certainly affecting our business, and who knows how where it's going to go with it. But I know when I'm taking massive action and I'm reaching out to my team and I'm thanking them for their hard work, I feel about a better about things. And that that that's that ripple effect that that that, that can only that can only be good. I want to share with you one last thing, and that is, is affirm that this uh, that we will get through this, right? You know, who knows what's going to look like on the other end, but we will get through this. And and um, I've talked about this in other podcasts, but what would your future self? How would they want you to handle this situation right now? And years ago, uh, you know, when we were going through a really hard. Uh, uh, place in our business and, and struggling for survival, we'd made some really poor decisions. And, and uh, I was having a man, I was getting up every morning and putting my game face on, but I had a lot of doubt about if we're going to get through this or not. And, and I had this one day where I just felt like super optimistic. It was after a workout. And I just had this feeling like, man, we're going to get through this. And I realized, because I've always been a, a fan of journaling, right? I realized that, you know, I need to talk to myself, right? I, you know, I need to write something out that I can use uh, in the future, you know, when, when, I'm, when I'm feeling a bit low. And, uh, and so what I did was uh, I wrote uh, a statement to myself uh, that, that, I, 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 that I, would, I would still use to this day anytime I'm feeling myself low. And I'm going to share it with you now. And if you like it, great, use it. But if, if, if you like, if the, like the concept, I would strongly encourage you when you're at your best – Okay, uh, to to write what a, a message that you can read to yourself or recite to yourself when you're feeling low, because for me this really was a a game changer. And it, mine goes like this: 
I am strong, calm, and committed. I will not move back in fear. Instead, I will move forward with confidence born of good thinking and hard work. I will not let occasional doubts change my focus. Be it work or play, I will strive to be in the present moment. Every day, I will do my best and leave the rest to God and retire to my home worry-free. Life is good, and these hard times will pass. So, that for me was like anytime I found myself wandering, boom, I would go back. And at first I, I just, I would read, read it, right? But now I've read it so I've read so many times I've got it memorized. And it's amazing how that kind of helps kind of point me back in the right direction. And so with that said, I want to be respectful of your time. Short, I know uh, uh, hopefully you found some value in it. And uh, if you enjoyed it, found it valuable, please share it with other people. Um, we will get through this and I, I wish you all the best. Take care. Bye-bye. <music>